here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 107 FM in Kruenstadt. Deputy Principal at Crawford College in Santon, Reshma Maharaj, was at school today. Good afternoon. And so it was a normal day for all of you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So how did the day go today? It was absolutely exciting. The students were excited when they returned this morning, getting their temperatures taken, signing their declarations and entering um, with their masks all talked up and receiving a nice little PPE pack from the school with sanitizers, masks, and a welcome back gift. It was very nice to go into a classroom where you could see physical human beings again um, and, you know, look at faces, hear that laughter. I cannot explain that feeling. It was really, really overwhelming. And to hear, you know, your kids come out with the same, or the students, I should say, uh, give you the, the same uh, feeling that you, you missed for this long. You know, you know that interaction. You know what you've just said? You said hear the laughter. You didn't see the laughter, did you? You didn't see the teeth? You didn't see the <laughs> because teeth? Because of the mask. <laughs> yes. Everything is different now. How was break? Did you have break? Yes. Uh, we do have, apart from just the normal break, yes. we have ventilation uh, sessions between the lessons so that the classes can get disinfected uh, and everything for the next uh, batch of students to come in. Okay. Break was fine. The students adhered to our social distancing regulations where everything was marked. And we had teachers out on break duty, ensuring that they maintain social distancing. But you could see they were very excited to see each other as well. You know, you could hear Please, them. You know uh, what? I, I want you to paint the scenario. Um, I cannot imagine. So let's first start with who came back to school. Well, at our campus, it was the grade 12 students. Mm-hmm. And at our preparatory school, mm-hmm. the grade sevens. But we just, we, we are in one campus but i couldn't see the grade seven yes. because i'm at the college side okay. so we've had only our grade 12 students return today okay. so so i want you to tell me you know i i can imagine myself being a student being so excited to see my friends and what i would have done if i if i'd been on a school holiday the first thing would be to go and want to touch my friend and hug my friend and talk to my friend and share lunch and whatever you're saying that there was social distancing during break Tell yes. me how that worked. So were they sitting like meters away from each other and talking? So did they have to be louder? Yes, they had to be. <laughs> and uh, it was it was quite exciting because now they scream and yes. uh, you can hear. Uh, so the, it's not like very private conversations. <laughs> that is <laughs> because, hilarious. And we had teachers on full force, <laughs> even when they entered, because we know as young teenagers, yes. the inclination to want to hug someone yes. is there. So the teachers were there, and as they got their temperatures done and they received their packs, they were reminded, remember social distancing. And we've got big posters everywhere, no hugs, no uh, uh, holding hands, and we just said, feet touches, or, you know, so we, we've got these alerts everywhere. But I tell you, it's, it's, it's just so nice having is, children in the school again. This is amazing. So there's no skinnering. So, I, you know, there is no skinnering <laughs> anymore. There no. Is, there is no, oh, she is just Maybe they're still doing that on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there is no, she is boring me to death. Can she stop now? Because you they can hear it. 
Yeah, they can't. And they can't snicker under their breath because they're seated 1.5 meters apart in the class and they can't uh, pull over to the next student or whatever because everything is watched so carefully. Was it delightful for them or did they feel stressed? Oh, no, I think they were absolutely delighted because, again, when you're receiving online tuition, it's fantastic. We've been teaching online for so long. They've been receiving the full tuition. But just when you're in a classroom situation, I think the feeling is different for them. Sure. Listen, thank you so much. I'm going to be speaking to a student who I I don't know what her experience was, but thank you. I really appreciate it. And all the best. Uh, Have you managed, by the way, quickly, because that's part of the regulations now to issue those those permits to the students? Yes, they've all been. It was emailed out to their parents last night and they had to print it and bring it in this morning. So all of that has been done. Excellent. Well done. My goodness. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for talking to us. It's a pleasure. Thank all you right. so much. So Zuleika Patel is a student. She's a grade 12 student and is in Pretoria Girls High School. So Leika, I want to thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. How are you feeling? You didn't get back to school today. How were your anxiety levels last night? Oh, um, afternoon, Pamela. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my anxiety levels were like other matriculants around me. They were really high because we expected the minister to speak at a certain time. Yes. And then the address was delayed. Yes. And so it was a thing of what do we then do? Because the, the address that is meant to tell us what to do yes. exactly has been delayed. And so... It was really like a very stressful moment. And for me, it really highlights, it highlights how, how if you are not ready to hold a, a address and a press conference at a certain time, which you say you're going to have it, are you really ready to let back over a million matriculants into classes and over half a million teachers back? Ouch. And so, Coming from a 17-year-old. Hello. You know, you've got that. I've got that thing. Drops mic. <laughs> and so at this point, yes, at this point, I, I feel that it, it's not enough that we question the system now. We, we need to start questioning the kind of leadership that we have. Because if you can say that you're going to hold a press conference at a certain time and you don't have your press conference and send out no apology no communication and people are sitting at home stressed out confused not knowing what to do because they were expecting to get guidelines from you that just shows negligence so we need to really hold people accountable for their actions right now it is a time of life and death literally so we can't afford to be silent we need to question our leadership and question and hold them accountable for reckless, negligent actions. Okay, so like, tell me what your life has been like during lockdown. Have you been continuing with school? Have you got like a group that you've been studying with? Has school continued for you at all? Or were you literally really waiting to start today? Okay, so what it looked like was, um, okay, so firstly, for I speak on behalf of a lot of students. Mm. We are part of a generation where we haven't even been exposed to online learning, majority of that. Mm. So we're used to contact-based teaching. Mm. And so it becomes so difficult to teach online when what you're used to is someone standing in front and explaining to you, you know, 
that was the first challenge. But, but was and that so, happening? Were you getting online teaching? In particular, with um, with us particularly, we would we would work via team. Yes, we'd work via teams yeah. and also um, through WhatsApp groups and also. Um, you could email your teachers directly. And that was managed by teachers. In other words, was there a proper timetable? Did you have, even though you were using Teams, was there a teacher in front of you? Or was this set up just by a group of students? Okay, so the teachers were also very stressed out. And this is a a stressful time for them as well. So what, what happened was, sometimes they'd, 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 they'd put up surveys to find out what everyone can access easily what what we did was the surveys you'd fill out the surveys um how you can like are you able to access any of the following apps and are you able to access data or do you have a smartphone a laptop or how are you accessing work and then from the information they got from the surveys that's when they were able to take decisions whereby they put up work on Teams and also post the same work on the WhatsApp group for those that don't have access to Teams. And then occasionally certain certain um, subjects or sometimes with certain teachers, they'd ask, is everyone available on this date? I'd like to set up a meeting for a Q&A session, maybe like once every two weeks. Okay, so you, there was some learning that was going there on. There was some as learning. As difficult as it was, but there was something happening. There was some learning. There was something happening. But mm-hmm. the problematic part in that comes comes in is that that that's the minority. The majority of students in South Africa do not have access to online learning. We're not a country that has been fully prepared for online learning. You have the factor of how expensive data is, number one. Also, the access to, to smartphones to um, laptops, PCs, and also the fact that we are facing so many challenges with our education system, and majority of schools aren't in a position as privileged to to give access to online learning. And further with that, I I could basically say that quality education in South Africa has been a thing that has been afforded to the minority. I get that. The minority I, of students. I mean, I think I think many of us can agree with you, Zuleika. I just want you to personalize it a little bit for me, though. I want to hear your your personal experience. In the scenario of your school, this support that you were getting, was it only isolated and only for metric students, or was it the entire school kind of support that was given to everybody? Um, I do think that they were supporting the other the other grades because okay. um, uh, I did I did also see that um, tutoring online tutoring some people did offer their time to assist the grade eight okay. to um, to eleven if they needed help or if they felt like the workload was getting too much for them mm. so there was tutoring that could that they could access. I mean, you sound quite stressed, and, and and that makes perfect sense to me. That anxiety is coming through. Are you? What would you like to see happen? So you've told me what you know, how you, how frustrated you are with leadership at the moment, and you want accountability. But for personally, for you, what would make this this year better for you? Your matric year. This is your matric year. Do you want us to postpone it? What would you like personally for you to see happen to make you feel better? Um, firstly, I think that a, a, a decisions that are made need to also need to also like the views of 
of the students yes. also need to be taken into account for this yes. because we're the ones that are put into those situations. So yes. when you don't listen to us, mm. it, we feel we feel like we're not seen and we're not recognized mm-hmm. at all. And we're having our lives decided by those who it, the mm. decisions they make won't directly affect them, mm. you know. And I know personally that the stress for students has been a lot as well as for teachers given that the um academic the academic syllabus won't be trimmed at all so we've already missed around two two months now and that's a lot of lost out time and it's a lot of pressure to try squeeze in everything that was supposed to be done during the year mm. to ensure that people are ready for finals and in terms of the postponement of the year I I really, I really, really, really want the academic year to be saved, but not at the cost of people's lives, you know? What's the the ideal scenario for you? Tell me what, you know, you've just said now something very important about people not listening to young people. In a perfect world, what would you like to see happen now? Well, currently, there are no, there are no um, systems put in place for us to give our views. Like, there aren't no... No, no, you've got a radio platform. Do not take your voice for granted. You're on the radio now. Tell me what you want. You represent a lot of young people. Don't take that voice away. Tell me what is it that you want us to know about how you're feeling and what you'd like to see happen. I'd like to see, number one, a, like, group online should be opened up like a a, a sort of like a portal for young people to go and put their views that will all those views will be directed to the Department of Education and they'll go through those views about how we feel about the current situation right now mm-hmm. and how we see how we feel that the academic year could possibly save and what are our feelings towards towards um towards everything that's just happened. So so that our views are taken account for and mm. they are seen and they are heard. Mm. Listen, thank you so much for talking to us. And I understand the frustration. Uh, Zuleika Patel is a grade 12 student and uh, she's 17 from Pretoria Girls High. You can see, huh? you can hear that anxiety coming through and you think we understand. I can, I cannot imagine. I just cannot imagine. 